As society loses stored value, time preference rises, which then creates reinforcing cycles that deplete social capital, and by that creates the perfect environment to dissolve trust. This simple process is what is going down right now in society. But it is not just trust that is dissolving. It is the very social fabric also. The best in Bitcoin made audible. I am Guy Swan and this is Bitcoin Audible. What is up? Welcome back to Bitcoin Audible, your place for a PhD in all things Bitcoin. I am your professor today, Guy Swan, the guy who has read more about Bitcoin than anybody else you know. We are starting the week off with a great little piece from Bitcoin Magazine by uh, Caro Zagoras. Um, that is probably not remotely the correct pr pronunciation here. Caro um, Zagoras. Cairo Zagarus, I have no idea. But this is a topic that I really like because we all are constantly talking about everything needs to be trustless, right? Trust is bad and it leads to all these terrible things and money and all these things must be trustless. And I think that's kind of the wrong framing to think about what Bitcoin does or enables. It doesn't make everything trustless. It makes trust possible again. Trust is exactly what has broken down across society. And so I wanted to hit this piece, and I think he does a really good job at like kind of covering kind of a bird's eye view of this, this concept. But for, before we do, for Bitcoin to restore trust, you got to have your own little savings stash. you got to have your little piece of it. And you will get that with the least possible hassle and with the lowest auto buy fees out there with swanbitcoin.com. Add a uh, slash guy to the end of that for my referral link, and it gets you a couple free sets. Everybody likes free sets. These guys are also bringing you this lovely show, Bitcoin Audible, so shoot them a thanks on the twits for me. And then, of course, you're going to want a Bitbox O2 hardware wallet to keep that stash secure. Hold your keys is not the better way to own Bitcoin, it is the only way to own Bitcoin. Get a secure, open source, simple hardware wallet. That is the Bitbox02 at guyswan.com slash bitbox. So let's get into today's article titled Trust That We Need More Of by Caro Zagoras. Bitcoin grants individuals the chance to create more trust through the rebuilding of social capital and economic stability. This article is a part of a two-article series from Caro Zagoras. The previous article in the series can be found on Citadel 21 in Volume 10 under the name Trust, the Lack of. Fiat money has evolved into a disease which created an environment that seeped into the foundations of society. Last time, we looked at the direct effects of money, what it can create that self-reinforces our environment into evil cycles that indirectly affect human trust. It is not the institution's and individual's goals to abuse our trust. 
Their behavior is indirectly enabled and reinforced by the environment it is present in. This problem directly affects cognition. We turn more selective with who we trust and how we form our connections. Social capital is required for a properly functioning society, and it is what is depleting today. Imagine social capital like energy in a mobile game that forces you to wait until it gets refilled over time. Now, imagine if people would operate the same way. It works the same way. If you are out of it, you at least need some money to raise your time preference in order to refill your energy meter to continue doing activities. But it's a bit too simplified that way, truth be told, because it can create way too many consequences if it depletes. Robert D. Putman, in his book titled Bowling Alone, The Collapse and Revival of American Community, successfully shed light on why we have fewer friends, although it falls short of understanding the main cause, paper money. As society loses stored value, time preference rises, which then creates reinforcing cycles that deplete social capital and by that creates the perfect environment to dissolve trust. This simple process is what is going down right now in society. But it is not just trust that is dissolving. It's the very social fabric also. In Japan, where the national debt-to-GDP ratio is over 260%, we can best observe the negative effects of societal loss of stored value playing out in full force. Although Japan is a more conservative society resistant to widespread change, we can see that it is not necessary to be socially liberal in order to be directly affected by it. Japan is seeing record low levels of births and marriages and more individuals suffering from depression and suicides. It is a fact that within Japan, there are over 1.1 million individuals who are suffering long-term from acute social withdrawal. In Japanese, this is known as hikikomori. Where sources claim that young and old individuals suffering from hikikimori are affected by numerous problems, the underlying cause can be easily reduced down to the fact that Japanese cultural phenomena have devolved to the point that its high time preference phenomena causes societal destruction. It is possible to conclude that two factors can create high time preference with extremely similar effects although they completely differ based on environmental factors, which are debt and inflation. Literally, these factors stem from central banking. Debt accelerates spending and robs individuals from savings and therefore the ability to have a safe and stable future, while inflation does the exact same but robs individuals of their savings directly. Although Japan's case is very special because it is an extremely rich country that is at the pinnacle of technological advancement, the same negative effects of paper money on society will eventually surface in any society. At this point, someone could claim that we could group the effects of social isolation to central banks. It could be possible to do that, but the problem is that the individuals controlling them might have interests that are based on false foundations. 
MBA, social science economics, basically. But the fact is that we could also go all the way back to the main culprit of the whole system, John Maynard Keynes. A sound central banking policy based on hard money could be different. Therefore, we cannot blame these problems on the concept of a central bank alone. But I think I can also agree with the opinion that we should group them together. Another negative effect we see today is that we want to organize less and join fewer organizations because there is just no point to it. There is no point to voting anymore, just as there is no point to joining bowling leagues anymore. The need for chivalry has died long ago. If you are a Bitcoiner, you are within this environment and you have managed to get out of it somehow by luck or education. However, deflation is not an immediate fix for our problem because reverting neural synapses wired in by this disease is a long-term process. Miracles don't happen, especially when your environment's dangerous specter overshadows you. As of today, many of us lack trust and faith in the system, and it is way beyond repair. The positive effects of Bitcoin need to slowly override those of the negative system that surrounds us. We can already observe some faint light at the end of the tunnel. Savings have been reintroduced into the hands of society. You can save money and the state is unable to influence your funds on the Bitcoin blockchain. Nobody can take your money away. And this creates economic stability that positively influences mental well-being. When you know that you have savings and that you will be able to pay any and all unexpected expenses that might arise and that you have built the foundations of a prosperous future, things change. You will certainly be less depressed and other emotions will overtake that feeling with higher intensity. You might feel more responsible for your future and this will eventually lead to excessive stress. We have to be very careful with depression here because some variants of it might be due to underlying mental conditions that a lowered time preference and reintroduction of savings will not solve at all. So, did we fix trust? No, we certainly did not, since trust is certainly not broken. The process of how we form trust started to change thanks to Bitcoin. So, what is going on exactly then? Bitcoin basically restored a long-lost function of organization and paired aspects of it. Bitcoiners today actively seek to find and form stable connections based on the mutual understanding of their economic, societal, religious, and political aspects. The sound basis has returned because now connected participant individuals abide by an unwritten code of honor that sustains the fabric of trust within their realm. Individuals learned that now they have many things to lose if they remain inactive. In a world of decay, where every aspect of the civilized norm slowly disappears to be replaced by a new normal, the only fix is if others band together to repair the broken system. Bitcoin was created to solve a problem, but it is fixing many because the underlying root cause that it is fixing leads to everything else. But the effect is so strong that Bitcoin alone cannot fix the problem. Individuals must act as a self-help hotline, literally to bring about the function again, showing others that there can be life beyond credit cards and zero savings. 
Let's not beat around the bush. Trust is not simply something like believing that your neighbor will not invade your home in the middle of the night because the ledger leak made him think that you are a Bitcoin millionaire, even if you are. But it is the basic foundation necessary to advance humanity through entrepreneurship, sound science, and organization. Without trust, the whole world breaks down, and we will be unable to progress. This is what the use of Bitcoin grants individuals, the chance to restart progress and create more trust through the rebuilding of social capital and economic stability. If you didn't know, the underlying basic principle of enterprise is that of trust. Without it, business cannot extend and expand out of the family. If we inhibit trust, as the breakdown of social capital does because of the high time preference created by the loss of savings, it enables the processes that lead to the type of society that we are all living in now. It pushes individuals away from the system because the system itself is broken and they seek refuge in failed ideological promises, like that of Marxist socialism or communism. Human organizations have now returned to the foundations. When I look around, basically browse Twitter, clear aspects of rebuilding can be found. The average Bitcoiner have more stable alliance-level relationships built on the foundations of honor, trust, and personal reputation with individuals who are willing to take extreme risks to see through the revolutionary phase of Bitcoin. Though temporary, the fact that Bitcoin could create such an environment is notable. Bitcoin's next phase is revolutionary. Its users will change the world, and no state actor can tell them to stop. When I claim that chivalry has returned, it is for real. Some might argue that you have no friends if you have Bitcoin, but this is an extremely flawed view. As we progress through the revolutionary phase, dangerous encounters could be on our doorstep that require the full-fledged cooperation of aligned individuals, similarly to how medieval knights swore allegiance to God or to a brotherhood, or how many in the U.S. take the oath of allegiance. Remember my writing about the importance of being neutral. If you don't stay true to your allies, you will lose every one of them. By rebuilding the smallest elements of trust, you directly help Bitcoin fix the world. It is arguably evident that if we would, right now, give everyone Bitcoin and everyone would use it beginning tomorrow, it would wield a shock effect that could disrupt society further and cause despair long term. This is because you haven't solved high time preference and you haven't solved other negative effects that could go nuclear because of a Bitcoin monetary standard. Therefore, we need the processes that go on today to properly fix everything. I cringe every time people say that Bitcoin doesn't need you because they are so wrong. Without the input and care of individuals who use the Bitcoin network, store value on it or organize around it politically, it would be completely meaningless in the current state of affairs of the world. Bitcoin literally even pays you to proactively engage in revolutionary behavior because it needs you. There is no meaning in life without anyone to talk to or to print blocks for. Bitcoin simply does not want to remain alone. Since social capital is now slowly being replenished, for some it could already be replenished based on the level of toxicity apparent on Twitter, these individuals should double down and keep engaging in building more of the trust that we need. Build not just groups, but build the basis of entrepreneurship and the foundations of the brave new world.
This is a guest post by Caro Zagaris. Opinions, opinions expressed are entirely their own and do not necessarily reflect those of BTC Incorporated or Bitcoin Magazine. All right, quick break. We'll hit today's sponsor, and then I want to give some guy's take on the rebirth of trust. All right, so uh, Logic Pro, I just recorded like a 30-minute rant on trust and how money changes who we are and trying to expand on these ideas and now it's just one o'clock in the morning um and uh i've been recording and on other shows and in the q a and stuff all afternoon so i've been trying to squeeze this in all between this stuff and logic pro just froze its ability to save my file um and i tried to copy it i tried to export it i tried to do everything anytime anything with the finder just kept just kept not working. It would just stick and closed it and reopened it and it's gone. You didn't even copy anything relevant to the clipboard, not the audio file itself. So it's gone. I'm sorry. Um, there will be no guys take today. I'm sad because uh, I felt like I got really into it too. I felt like it was a good one. Um, uh, maybe maybe we'll do a guys take on that just so I can get it back out of my system. Uh, but, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll just close this one out. Uh, thank you guys so much. I uh, hope you enjoyed the, uh, Bitcoin magazine read. I'm sorry to Caro or Caro, whoever, uh, that I didn't get to, uh, really expound on this article at all, but I wanted to go ahead and get this published. Quick thanks to, uh, Bitcoin magazine and, uh, for, you know, all the articles always. Um, and, uh, also to, uh, obviously our sponsors, Swan Bitcoin and the Bitbox, Swan Bitcoin for your automatic, no hassle savings plan and Bitbox for your, uh, easy, secure hardware wallet, the place to keep your savings. Check them out at guyswan.com. And I did have my Bitcoin resource. I will at least share that, um, is bitcoin-resources.com. Um, and, uh, this is a really great resource for anybody who's new to the space or really wants to dig down into a lot of other different, a lot of great books, a lot of other great websites, other resources, tutorials, um, podcasts, all sorts of it. it is, it really is kind of a hub. Um, and there's a number of great ones out there, but you can literally get all of them from Bitcoin dash resources. And I use it on occasion. So that's today's Bitcoin resource. Sorry you don't get to hear guys' take on this one. Uh, maybe, maybe I'll get back to it uh, sometime later this week or something. All right, guys. Thank you so much for listening. Don't forget to subscribe. We'll uh, actually have the full episode tomorrow when I make sure all this stuff is working. Until then, guys, take it easy. This has been a 111 production, and you are listening to Bitcoin Audible on the Crypto Economy Network.